I'd like to invite you in a walk. It's apparently hard to find Spartan graves in comparison to finding the graves of other Greek city-states. Instead of having a necropolis, a city of the dead, outside of the city, Spartan graves were often found within the city, unmarked, apparently some combination of olive leaves and red fabric were the only things found in these graves. The other site of Spartan graves is on the battlefield. Instead of bringing their dead home, they interred them on the battlefield where they could, as long as they knew that their opponents would not desecrate the graves for practicality's sake. There are some instances in which graves were marked. Among those were the graves of some soldiers who died in battle valiantly and mothers who died in childbirth which brings to mind an earlier episode of this podcast childbirth and fighting graves or how a people remember their dead tell us a lot about a society because they tell us what a society values remembering the people who are remembered and what they are remembered for tell us how we have to live to be remembered by our people many societies that do not have graves have a different relationship with material wealth and objects one that is far more dynamic than those prone to tombs and preserving wealth for all to see besides burning and rending unto the sea what was very long ago the seas there is also the practice of putting people who have died in high places where the birds can pick at the meat and where their remnants 
can be brought high into the sky closer to the sun. Our stories of success, our stories of who is remembered, detail the space we have to live. If there are no stories depicting the way you live, you might think that your life has no meaning. Because if it is not a story worth telling for your tribe, then maybe you're better off dead. Or if you are possessed of a will that is uncommonly strong, then you make your space. Though that will is in effect evidence that your tribe wants you. Since if you have the strength to overcome the lack of space by creating space for yourself and others like you, that means you are valuable to the tribe in some way. So, who do we remember and why? For many intents and purposes, the people we remember are like gods. They are just so moral stories for how to live. We remember George Washington for his Cincinnatus-like virtues, just as we remember Cincinnatus for his devotion to the collective ideal. And we remember Hitler like some sort of dark god, the symbol for humanity's evil today. The evil born of a marriage of new pride and industrial strength. We remember many white men for their explorations and their making legible of the world that they have given to us, their descendants, regardless of our skin color, for we have inherited their frame, their view of the world, and their language. We remember many women for their support and for the, their creation of environments in which people could be nurtured and flourished as well as the heights of their narcissism. We remember many conquerors 
and many charlatans, many who were capable of telling the story of themselves. And again, we remember the value of their narcissisms. If you don't tell your story, then you will only be remembered by those who respect you, those you have been kind to, or those you have hurt. If you are not useful to the present, then you will either be formed into something that is within the minds of those who live, or you will be forgotten. So it pays if you write about yourself, if you say something of yourself, it pays to make yourself relevant to as many kinds of people as possible while staying honest to the spirit of yourself which you cannot do unless you have truly walked around enough to incorporate many kinds of people within you. Only if you have listened and read and paid attention to everyone around you. Only if you have already sacrificed of yourself to those around you in some way will you be remembered. And now in this place where you must be at the top or be forgotten and where the top is a pyramid billions of people deep then you must be the monarch of your own space or be forgotten. Yet, if you aim to be remembered, then you will lose what freedom you have to the desire of being remembered. I would do a lot. I would commit crimes to have the thoughts of Tamerlane. For Mule Ismail for dozens of the individuals 
in tribes whose stories have not gone on to be turned into words on a page. For the stories of the Panan or the Anangu, the Scythians, and ancient Urdic peoples. Stories of the empires of South India who've left us much in the way of architecture but little in the way of records. The most effective agent in any competition is the one with the greatest possible variety of responses since the larger your toolbox the more likely it is that you will have a tool that will surprise your opponent so it pays to have a swarm of options a swarm of peoples stirring underneath your mind swirling waiting for their right moment to shine and in this age where one person takes almost all of the attention of a billion people there are many others to learn from who have tools that those who won all do not have and just as among programmers or artists among any culture there are now required reading lists that are known to all that all use as their Bibles there are those who are forgotten and in them there will be tools that will lie unused until a cut time comes in which they will be useful so it pays to pay attention to the forgotten it pays to disinter as many graves 
as possible. To see what stories have secrets which will guide us out in the next famine. There's a story of an indigenous Australian tribe who during a drought when the people lacked water their oldest member or one of their oldest members had a memory of a story an oral tradition a myth very real to them nonetheless and that story contained clues about where one might find water elsewhere and so they followed him they followed this story this song and they found water and they lived one day there will come a time when we will face our own drought our own famine and in that time we will want to know all the stories of the past because we don't know what kind of famine will come just that one will come who we choose to honor who we choose to remember says a lot about our current context and what we expect the world to be tomorrow the unprecedented amount of stability that we've enjoyed means that it's difficult to perceive worlds that are unlike the one we're currently in and so it's easy to focus on the stories that are best suited to this time and this place as few as they are we give praise to only a few things there's only one two or three ways to succeed and that may be true for the most prestigious game of the moment but in this moment is also contained the future and the past and within those all possible games are important all possible ways of being are important all things must be praised if we are to be prepared
for what we think we cannot be prepared for. Because given all the information we have, given all the cultures and times we have access to, there is no real excuse not to be prepared unless we're only preparing for one world. This world that is yours and mine.